This is a moment in wine and hip hop, brought to you by Crew Love, blending wine and hip hop at the highest level. Wine and hip hop, wine and music. Tell me up, bro. Check this out. Oh yeah, you'll be the life of the party. Wine and hip hop really mirrors the the conversations that we have in my office about wine and music. It's rare that we get to kick it with um with such royalty, man. I gotta say, so thank you for pulling up, man. It's a um, pleasure to be here. Thank you for this, the invitation. This is amazing. I mean, so you know, you've definitely like been been popping off really from very early in from very early in your career. You know, as a really young winemaker with Piper Heidsick came in you know, award-winning dude. Like, what, what was that like for you, um, just, you know, starting out so young? Well, I mean, uh, it's, a, it's a chance. Uh, I think with Piper Red Sick, I, I found a, a place, a winery, where uh, bold is a word that counts, mm. and uh, trusting young people, young generation, is part of the philosophy of the brand. And, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm proud. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm proud to be able to be the chief winemaker at Piper Red Sick. It's a lot of responsibility as well uh, because you know we have a long history long tradition at Piper yeah. but we need also to, to face the challenge of the future and, uh, and I think I'm ready for that and I'm not, <laughs> I'm not alone also we have a team so I mean I'm not the only one I'm the only one today here with you but uh, at Piper we have a whole dedicated team so it's a good challenges we, we will face together yeah. of course of course well this is wine and hip hop you know what I'm saying so I got a wine crowd and I got a hip hop crowd so the wine crowd probably knows you already but the hip hop crowd may not know you so I asked people you know if you could pick a rapper that embodied who you are, your style, your spirit, um, that you connected with the most, what rapper would that be? Now, that's a tricky question. Well, first of all, when I was a young guy, I listened to a lot of hip-hop music from mm. France, first of all, some, uh, for the one that knows, maybe NTM, I Am, yeah, de yeah. Rime, MC Solar as well, but a lot of that, also from the US, like Dr. Dre, Jay-Z, of course. Well, so... I listen a lot of that music, and mm. it's hard for me to pick one. Uh, just like uh, in general, I have that question, but for champagne, what is your favorite champagne? Right, right. Yeah, you know. <laughs> and actually, I'm glad to give you the same answer, and that's the truth. It's hard to pick one because I like diversity in champagne. I mm. like diversity in music and arts. Uh, but I thought about that question, mm. and I think today, um, I mean, like in the past, as I said, I listen different type of, of hip hop music, but. Uh, maybe with a lot of energy, good flow, like really good, good, good flow. And I think today I'm more like maybe more mature. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and yeah. I, I, I listen more to poetic hip hop. Right. And there is one guy in France which is called Gaël Fay. Paris s'éveille sous un ciel océanique. L'accent titi se mêle à l'Asie, l'Amérique, l'Afrique. Je suis une fleur craintive dans les craquelures du béton. À gagner dessous, à dormir dessous les ponts. Paris bohème, Paris médec. Paris d'encre et d'exil, je piaffe l'amour, médite une chinoise à Belleville, Leonardo da Vinci se casse le dos sur un chantier, je vois la vie en rose dans ses bras pakistanais. Uh, he, he really make great, great, great music, uh, it's poetry for me and I, I love him, but I also listen to some uh, hip-hop from, uh, from abroad, from Puerto Rico, Calle Trece, something mm. I, I really like as well, so if oh. I had to pick one, let's say Paris Metec for the song and Gael Fai for the guy. That's, that's interesting. I think about hip hop as such a, a global thing. 
you know, we're here on Respect the Producer. This is another edition of Respect the Producer, where we highlight, you know, the producers um, of wine and the producers of music. You know, these are the people that are at the foundation of our cultures. Um, so, you know, we want to highlight them and give them they give them they props. Um, but you know, thinking about you. We gotta, we gotta find a way. We're gonna pair a producer with you by the end of this show. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So we're gonna take. So you brought some wines here. Today you brought the rhymes. I'm gonna bring the wine. Today you brought the wines. I'm gonna bring the rhymes. All right. And um, by the end of this interview. We're going to pick a producer to pair with these wines that you brought here today. Okay, you, you're the one. <laughs> you, you're the hip-hop wine pair, pairing guy, so I, I would trust you. I bet, man. But, um, you know, it's interesting, like, you know, you were mentioning um, uh, working with such a historic uh, champagne producer. They had to have a lot of trust in you to bring you on in such a big role. You know, can you tell me a little bit about your come up in the industry and um, what it took for Piper to have that uh, confidence in you? I mean, um, I mean, when, when Piper Artic was looking for a new uh, winemaker, uh, I know that because my boss said that to me, he was looking for somebody uh, from, with roots in Champagne, but also with an open mind. And actually, uh, I think I'm that kind of guy because mm. I grew up in Champagne. My father is a vine grower, so I really grew up in the, in the vines with him, mm. like doing the pruning, the harvest by hand, of course. But then I wanted to leave Champagne and, uh, and learn and open my mind from other areas. So I went to Chateauneuf-du-Pape and Bordeaux, Chateau Margaux in, mm. uh, in France. But then I traveled like three years abroad, making wine in California, New Zealand, South Africa, Chile. So I really met with plenty of different winemakers, different climates as mm. well, different vineyards management. Um, and it opened my mind. And then at some point it was time, I think, for me to go back home. So I came back in 2012, it was, in Champagne. Mm. And finally, 2018 at Piper at Seek. And uh, that was a good match. I mean, we, we shared with, uh, with my boss, with the team and with the brand values mm. uh, about sustainability, about... Uh, open mind and and it was like a, a perfect match i think it was like a natural meeting right, right. and uh, and finally i had the chance to to, to cover the, the position and uh, it was very natural i have to say yeah dope, dope. Nah, i mean yo i gotta say it and you know a big part of why we do this is you know to show how cool the winemakers are like we had chilling we had um we had chingu which is one of my favorite restaurants in my hood um, it is a Korean barbecue spot, and um, you know we met uh, a few days ago, and we were chopping it up. And I was talking about the campaign that I did with Piper Heidsick, and um, how I had a couple bottles extra laid over, and I went straight home and paired it with a meal from here. So you know, um, I try to make this show an extension of just my everyday life and my experience in the wine industry. And you was just a cool dude that I chopped it up with. It wasn't like, you know, this is the winemaker at Piper Hodzik. It was just like, yo, this is a cool dude. He just so happened to make this awesome wine that I enjoyed with this food. You got some time? Yo, let's go chill, get some food. We just so happen to have some microphones here, so we're going to record this shit. You know what I mean? That, that's, that's pretty much what you guys are listening to right now, just to get some backstory. But, um... Yeah, man, I just think that the, the humbleness of winemakers is missed 
by people that um, that think about the wine industry overall. Like, you know, what's your experience been on um, how people treat you based on what they might assume about wine? Yeah, but I mean, on our side, in the winery, for the wines, there is no compromise. We are very exigent. I'm very exigent with myself and the team because we need to make great champagne. But then mm. when it comes to share it, I mean, it's all about good moments, uh, like uh, enjoying themselves, enjoying life. As you said, you like to pair our champagne with, uh, with the, the food from that restaurant, and that's amazing. I mean, yeah, the food is there. It looks like a great pairing, <laughs> I have to say. So then, who am I to say the way you need to enjoy a champagne? And I love that because you find your own way to enjoy Piperatic champagne with your life here on a day-to-day basis. I mean... I will keep going, doing my best to give the best in your glass. But right. then that's your call to pair it with friends, uh, with Korean food, with French food, with American food, with like just on its own. I mean, it's champagne, wine and music as well. It's all about pleasure and sharing moments together. And I think that's, that's what we want to do. We want to be the link between people, between good moments in general in life. And that's here in Brooklyn, in New York, in the U.S., in right. France, everywhere in the world. That's... That's my purpose. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's interesting, though. Like, so for you growing up in Champagne, what was, um, and even now, like, what is the music scene like when people are going out and hanging out? What is it like out there? Well, I mean, there is a lot of different type of music. Uh, electro music is uh, is very present, but hip-hop also. I mean, I saw the, the growth of hip-hop a lot in my, like, um, uh I mean, with my friends and stuff. And I mean, yeah, uh, any kind of music. I mean, it's really a call of, of anybody and people want to enjoy themselves. That's, that's it, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. Is it more, um, you know, like metropolitan, like New York, everybody wants to go to brunch every Sunday? Oh. Or what is the vibe in the streets like out there? Yes, yeah, there, there is a different vibe. Well, in Champagne, we are lucky, lucky guys because champagne is the wine from the area, you know, just yeah. like uh, we are in your <laughs> restaurants. So champagne is not every day, but almost. So it can be like uh, to celebrate a, a birthday or just a, a small event. And I think champagne should be there to celebrate every moment, even the smallest one. You, are, yeah. you want to celebrate a, f- celebrate a friendship? Go for it. So in champagne, we, we are lucky enough to have champagne, great champagne, a nice diversity of champagne as well. And we can share it for plenty of occasion and then yeah. in the in the big cities it's both for party just chilling with some friends on a terrace mm. in paris or it can be in a restaurant because champagne is also wine of i course. mean champagne uh, i think a lot of people like to drink some champagne as an aperitif but you can make wonderful pairing as well totally. with uh, with some food so it's more and more present in restaurant uh, like nice casual uh, restaurant as well and yeah. gastronomy restaurant so it can be everywhere just pick your moment and your place it's funny right because champagne is such a celebratory drink right it's seen as like okay you get a raise you celebrate like no one goes to pop champagne because they lost their job they should they should they should they should (laughs) that's the point you can can celebrate pretty much every moment of your life and let's start celebrates every good moment of their life even the smallest one i mean the smallest one sometimes they are the most interesting and important you know yeah that's, so that's why I, I would kind of um, assume, you know, just so often the uh, 
the place that the product is from represents the product so much. So I would, you know, just assume that there would be such a big party vibe in Champagne. Like, I don't know. It just, you would assume that's how it would be, but not really. Um, <laughs> no, it's not only about the big party. And most of the time I share a glass with some friends. Yeah. It's very relaxed, casual, just like we are today. I mean, um, it's a great product. Champagne is an incredible product, mm -hmm. a great, great wine. But then I would like to, to be... Uh, I mean, you, you, you people that, the people that are listening to us, I, I want them to, to be able to like, open a bottle of champagne to celebrate the, the smallest, nice, nicest, prettiest thing in their, um, in their life. So, Definitely. Yeah. Well, I will tell you all this, man. Life is better with Piper. So I heard. So <laughs> better I heard. with Piper. That's, that's a good one. That's a good one. Uh, but yeah, man, like, and this is, um, it's a pretty big job, man. So what's the um, production level like there? Like how many um, cases are you guys producing every year? So we, we few millions. Uh, we, we would like to reach at some point uh, five millions of wow. bottles worldwide, uh, which, is, which can seem big, but it's still small. I mean, mm. uh, we are family owned, uh, so... It's, we have a big house, kind of, because we have a long history. Piper Artic was established uh, back in uh, 1785, so long history. Mm. But as I said, family-owned and family spirits, team spirits. I like to speak about uh, the team. There is like a, a bit more than 100, so just 100 people working mm. for us. Vineyard, winery, marketing team, stuff like that. So we are a family business, kind mm. of, with a family spirit and a team spirit, which is very important. So. Uh, I like to say we have the, the perfect size, yeah. uh, big enough to be able to be here today because our champagne are sold pretty much everywhere in the world, US, Australia, Japan, Europe, of course. Mm. Uh, but with that family spirit that we want to keep because that's part of the quality of uh, our, our wine as well. Yeah, you know? no, and that, and that has to be like really difficult because things constantly change, you know, the global warming is different you know the political climate is different just socially things are different um but you know your task to maintain that same level of historic quality that people um come to uh, understand and expect from piper heidsick yeah. so with all of these different things evolving and changing what do you see as like the biggest challenge for you to maintain that quality, but still evolve with the times? That's, I mean, you, I think you gave the answer. The, the main challenge is to keep the quality consistent, and that's my job, kind of. So we use for that reserve wines. You know that champagne is a, a wine of blend. That's part of the art of champagne, the art of blending. So we blend different vintages to keep the cell consistent. But indeed, we need to face global warming. And that's the main challenge. Mm. And in order to face that, we need first to adapt. So there is different uh, approach we have in the vineyard for sustainable farming in the vineyard in order to reduce the use of chemicals. We do not use any more herbicides, for example, in our own vineyards. And we till the ground so the roots can go deeper into the ground to get more freshness and acidity and minerality from the ground. So that's one of the answer. On the winemaking side, we also have some adjustments. We want sustainable winemaking, not too much Chemical, uh, I mean, when making product, we reduce the amount of sulfur as well. But we also need to change the way we are making champagne. I mean, no compromise on quality, but then we need to think on the externalities of it. And the sustainable, sustainable approach we have is, as I said, in the vineyard, in the winery, but it's a more global approach. Mm. We look at the carbon footprint we have, the water footprint, the energy footprint. That's for the environment, but also the people. 
like the people, the men and women that are making the wine, that are very important and we consider as our strength, right. but also the people we want to share our champagne everywhere in the world. So both sustainability and diversity, I think, are the two main words and like um, goals for us for mm. the future. And that's an exciting challenge. I mean, that's part of my value as well. Right. And I'm very happy to be able to be in a, in a winery that share that values uh, in order to, to spread the word, make uh, champagne still very good. Yeah. Probably, maybe not the best in the world, but we try to, <laughs> but at least better for the world and for right. the people. That's really our goal. Yeah. yeah, no, that's what it's all about, man. And, you know, it really shines through um i mean really when you when you taste the wine everything that you described just shines right through it's 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 interesting like so with that um it's funny i had a question and you basically answered it exactly Uh. like about like (laughs) personal values and how you wanted to accomplish that but just um brand wise and how piper is seen around the world like what are some of the um important things that of uh, how you want this brand to be received like how do you want it to be seen and where do you want to see it consumed pretty much everywhere i mean uh, as i said you want the mom getting her kid ready for school in the morning pour up a bottle of paper (laughs) you know take it keep it under the desk you know what i'm saying that's that that's i'm not sure my boss will be very happy with that answer so i'm not saying that you say that that's my answer (laughs) He takes no responsibility for that. <laughs> All right. No, but no, the, the, the key message is that, I mean, we, we are an international brand and we will stay like that. Uh, we, we believe in, in, in joy. We believe in, in sharing and we believe in sustainability. So, I mean, that, that's it. Uh, Piper Asik has a own strong history with uh, the movies, for example, yeah. and, and the fashion and enjoying life. But more and more, you will see uh, that people talking about sustainability uh, talking about the environment and the people and diversity because that's really who we are. This is mm. our values. This is my value as well. And that's the way we want champagne for the future. Mm. So that's, uh, I think that's, that's the way and that's, that's the, the positioning and kind of the, the philosophy we have. And also transparency. I mean, we, we just entered this year with a new QV here in the US. It's connected. I mean, sustainability goes along with traceability and transparency. Mm. Um, I mean, everybody wants today to know what is inside the bottle, what is inside the plate, uh, where the music comes from. I mean, yeah. we, don't, we, we, we want to know the origin of it, and it definitely makes sense. And we have nothing to hide, and we are proud of what we do and why we do it. So transparency is also something very important for, for yeah. us. Yeah. I mean, and that also makes just so much sense um, marketing-wise. Right. I think that a challenge that um, many uh, countries face is like you look at like champagne and just the champagne on the label. People don't know what grapes are in the bottle. Yeah. Right. And something as simple as that might help someone might help it to be more approachable because now someone understands exactly what they're drinking. People think champagne is a spirit. It's like it's it gets it it gets crazy sometimes, I got to say. But I have exciting news. I figured out who your producer pairing is. Ah, whoa, whoa, whoa. I figured it out. I figured it out. All right, so um, we talked before, and we were were trying to figure out 
um, you know, personality-wise, who fit? And this was from the other day when we were chopping it up. You were like, you know, I'm small, but I got a lot of energy. That's um, <laughs> You know, uh, what, what else was it? Uh, energy. Like, and poetry, um, like... Um, appreciation yeah, of poetry. Yeah, yeah. So with that, producer, I'm going to say your producer pairing is Jermaine Dupree. Yeah. In the Ferrari and Jaguar, switching four lanes with the top down, streaming out, money ain't a thing. Bubble hard in the double law, flashing the rings with the window crack, holla back, money ain't a thing. Jigga, I don't like it if it don't gleam, gleam in the hell with the price, but the money ain't a thing. Put it down hard for my dogs that's locked in the bang. When you hit the bricks, new whips, money ain't a thing. Come on. Yeah, I want to floss the dust. Come on. All across the board, we burn it up. Now, because Jermaine Dupree, Jermaine Dupree's a short dude. However, and he came in the game very, very young, but came in with immediate respect. You know, I mean, this guy worked for everything he had, but he wrote all the rhymes for Criss Cross. You know, um, talk about energy, Criss Cross jump, you know what I'm saying? I'm just, <laughs> but um, Jermaine Dupri is also a really, really prolific producer. Uh, and songwriter. He's um, not just written hip-hop hits, but also written a uh, ridiculous amount of hits for Mariah Carey, Boys to Men, Usher, uh, you name it, he is written for them. Um, so he's extremely talented, comes from a long line of history, but as a young producer, came in immediate respect off the bat. My dog came in winning awards, y'all, so you know what's going on. We got the Jermaine Dupri of wine right here. Paul. There you Thank go. You. We that's, figured that's, it out. That's we a great match. We figured it out. <laughs> I knew we were going to figure it out eventually, but at, that's the thing. It has to come to me as we're talking, as I'm getting to understand your philosophy and, um, you know, understanding the wines yeah. bit, a bit better. That's what comes through, man. But it's also, like, it's fun quality. Like, Jermaine yeah. Dupri got joined Jagged Edge, Let's Get Married. You know, like, these are songs that are hits, like, absolute hits. They have so much vibrancy, so much energy behind them. And, you know, as far as a wine production style and a music production style, that matches. And and Jermaine Dupri is also someone that appreciates the poetry. You know, he appreciates the bar work. Like, this is his um, first album, his first solo album, um, My Life in uh, 1972. That was the name of it. I love that album, though. But he had it featured, you know, as a producer, he's not like a, a rapper first, you know, he's a producer first. So he had a ton of features on the album and he had everyone like Snoop Dogg, Slick Rick, Jay-Z, um, you name it, they were on this album. But he picked the best rappers, even yeah. though he was known for these party records. He had guys that were really known for their lyrics. So it's also a similar principle that you guys share. And, and actually, the featuring is a nice idea because, you know, Piper, we have our own vineyard, but we are kind of featuring with plenty of growers all over Champagne. And when I spoke about Team Spirit, it's inside our walls in the winery, but also with the growers everywhere in Champagne. And right. we, I mean, we are, have a strong connection with them, long partnership. And kind of, Piper Atsik is featured with plenty of good people everywhere right. in the vineyard in Champagne. So, Dope, man. Well, we, we Great figured, match. I'm, I'm glad we got this, we got this settled. I, yeah. knew it would, I knew it would happen. I knew it would happen. Mm. Yeah. Uh, so let's pop, that, um, let's pop that new one, man. Yes. Man. So the new one. Um, we just came this year with a new Champagne in the U.S. And it's linked with what I said before. 
The idea is to have still the style of Piper Helsing present, but mm -hmm. with an extra aging. The one we're going to open now, it's six years of aging. Mm. And also, it's a lower dosage, so you have less sugar, so you go straight to the point. You have more complexity on the nose, more like different layers, let's say, mm -hmm. and it's more precise, more fresh as well. And that's definitely a champagne with the style of Piper, but with, I mean, we are talking to wine lovers, mm -hmm. to champagne lovers, right. and that's definitely something I'm sure you will love. <laughs> <laughs> the name of it is Piper Attic Essential, and let's pop it. Nice. All yeah. right. What a noise. <laughs> Let's taste it. So what's behind the name? Essential, uh, just like essential. Mm -hmm. We go back to the essence, for me, of, of the blends. With a longer aging, with a lower dosage, you go back to the roots, kind of, of the blends, and you really express the purity of fit. So you go back to the essence of fit, and mm -hmm. you highlight all the quality that was there from the very beginning, from the blend, and from before that, from the terroir, from the vineyards. Mm. So that's kind of the idea. And that's also the essence of the style of Piper at Sick. And that's the way we want to share it more and more here in the US and in the world. Dope. Thank you, man. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> so very, so this is brand new in the US. Brand new in the US. So on the nose, you, you, you find a nice balance between the, the fruitiness, but also the minerality, the tossiness. You can smell kind of the, the brioche aromas. Mm -hmm. And on the palate, it's balance. Balance is what you are looking for in Champagne, or at least that's what we do. Harmony, you have a nice creaminess. The bubbles are very fine, very delicate, and it's very refreshing. Right. Very. Yeah, no, I think that Piper, we talked about this um, one of the uh, the standouts with you guys is balance. Definitely yeah. the balance between bubbles, flavors in the wine. It's just nothing is too overpowering. It's just like, you know, it's a cool family meal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like everybody's getting along, you know. It's that one night when things are going yeah. right. <laughs> we, we, want, we want our chambre to be complex without being complicated. And that's about what we said before, like uh, sharing good moments. And you don't have to feel any pressure when you open a mm -hmm. bottle of Piper. It's great. As I said, no compromise on our side, but on your side, guys. Yeah. Just enjoy it your way. Find the good food. Have some uh, yeah. Korean barbecue with it. It's, it's, <laughs> it's your way. <laughs> and that's the thing. is like that complexity that, well, that balance allows you to really get the complexity. Yeah. You know, it's just nothing is, um, is too overwhelming. So, yeah. man, congrats, dude. I got to <laughs> say, bro, you're doing your motherfucking thing. Um, this was amazing. I'm sure... We got many, many more dope things to do. I'm coming to Champagne ASAP, and we gotta do so. we gotta do this on like a big, big level, man. And so. I will come back in Brooklyn, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. of course. So tell everybody how they can get in touch with you. Where do they find you? Social media? Yes, um, I mean Piper at Sick. Uh, you have an Instagram, uh, Instagram account, of course, the website. I have my own <laughs> Instagram account, but it's not very efficient. You're not lit on the gram? You're not lit yet? <laughs> I'm still a baby, but Emilia.Boutilla, <laughs> aka Emilia.Boutilla, with the German accent. <laughs> Otherwise, it's Piper Heidsig, Piper Heidsig. You can say it the way you want also, and you will find us on Instagram. Yes. Sweet, no worries. man. Yo, and hashtag Battle Piper. Like your boy. Cheers. <laughs> Thank you, man. This was a moment in wine and hip hop brought to you by Crew Love.